Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning into today's Nun Report. It is a Monday. Of course, we have the weekend of news and everything that goes on with all of that. And this weekend was crazy. We have a, a Jim Jordan is going for House Speaker, and that's great. I think that he should be House Speaker. We're going to talk a lot about that and why. We also have, of course, a continuing, oh, potentially the continuing spark to World War III in the Middle East because Joe Biden keeps trying to light it more and more, including the authorization of 2,000 troops now heading to Israel, along with our two aircraft carrier strike groups heading into the Mediterranean. What more could we want? As well as China saying that they now back Hamas. And of course, you have Iran saying that if we don't, uh, if Israelis don't stop, uh, you know, bombing Hamas indiscriminately, that they will get involved. So we have a hotbed of bullshit right there that's getting ready to take place, all because President Biden is a weak, weak man. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna look at all that. We're also going to look at the fact that uh, Trump has got a gag order. He's got, in fact, a ball, maybe a ball and gag in his mouth. They, they, the judge, I think that's what she would like to do because she is freaky, right? This judge, this judge in Washington, D.C. that would like to just gag Donald Trump. It's disgusting. What is free speech? You can't, now we can't talk about our political opponents, you know, and we can't talk about the fact that you're a commie bastard and that the, that the, that the prosecutor is a commie bastard and that you're both persecuting him for political gains because you're masters in the DOJ and the Biden administration and the deep straight Obama motherfuckers that run them. So he's not allowed to say that. He's not allowed to say that the fact that you're corrupt, the fact that you're stupid, the fact that you can't not, you wouldn't have a job if it weren't for the corrupt people behind you. Yeah, so you are horrible people. You know, judge. Man, chicken, chicken. You are a horrible person. You are a terrible person. And Jack Smith, you're a fucking horrible person, a horrible prosecutor, and a disgrace to your profession. How about that? Anyway, we'll talk about that too. If you want to, we don't have to talk about any of that shit. Hey, I got some exciting news. We're upgrading the production here. We're upgrading the studio. I'm bringing on him a full-time producer. Scott King is going to be coming in. He's going to take care of all the production behind this. We're going to get a couple of different camera angles. We're going to do a lot of things that you, that I've been hearing from you. How come your videos, you know, that you cut into aren't always the same size? How come your clips always aren't in the same size? You know, well, because I'm doing it all by myself, man. I, there's only so much time I have to prepare, prepare a show. Fortunately, got Scott King coming in. He's going to help us take care of all of that. You're going to love him. You're going to love what he does. I mean, I love him. Not in that way. Don't get weird. But I do fucking love my friend, Scott King. So uh, so he's going to come in. He's going to start taking... I, I would start looking for that. We're working out the bugs. We've got a lot of the... We're working remotely. So we're getting all the remote stuff uh, worked out, which is uh, kind of, you know, takes a little bit more than, than sitting in the same studio together. And uh, anyway, it's going to be great. You can watch it all unfold on rumble.com slash the nun report. I wish that you would because it's a great place to be. It's a great place to go. And it's a lot of fun getting there. The nun rumble.com slash the nun report. Make sure to check me out there. Anyway, hey, we're going to jump right in now. Uh, we have Jim Jordan running for Speaker of the House. 
you know, the Republican Party needs to just, and, and, and I agree, this needs to just get done because the old GOP is out. We have 55 Republicans in the House that voted behind closed doors against Jim Jordan. And we need to have a public full house vote and put those people on record for what they are or are not standing for. And there's lots of reasons why they might not, might not vote for him. I mean, some of them are just, they're just, they're just being pansies that they're just, they're just mad because McCarthy got kicked out and they're his friend and I just don't want to vote for anybody else because I was for, you know, I was for McCarthy. <laughs> and then there's those who have special interests behind them and they're in their special interests that pay tons of money to their campaigns and their causes are saying, Oh man, if you back Jim Jordan, we're going to start pulling back support on you. So we're going to look at that aspect as well. But the bottom line is the GOP needs to get their shit together in the house and we need to do it in an American first way. I'm not, I'm not for when I say get your shit together, I'm not saying, no, we're not going to placate to the left. We're not going to placate to the right. We're not going to placate to that and put in somebody else like McCarthy or like Boehner, you know, weeping Boehner. Yeah. Or, oh man, how about that guy that's now at Fox News? That was the last Republican Speaker of the House. No, F those guys. We're not doing that. It's going to be in America for, you know, they want to keep doing the same thing over and over. So we're going to keep putting these same peep type of people in all the time. The, the same system people, the same part of the establishment people controlled by the same lobbyists and the same special interests over and over and over again and expects anything to change. Is that what we're going to do? I'd rather not. Can we please not do that anymore? I want people in Congress that represent us, like, you know, like uh, we the people. That's who I want in Congress. I don't, I'm sick and tired of the establishment people in there. Hmm. Let's start out with this. Check it out, man. Jim Jordan's rocking. Extraordinary and historic battle unfolding on Capitol Hill. Representative Jim Jordan has just said he's running to replace Kevin McCarthy after his historic removal as Speaker of the House. This election for speakers about two issues. Who can bring our team together? Who can unite our conference? And who can go tell the American people what we're doing and why it's important to them? We need to give Israel the time, the space, the resources so that they can win and win decisively and send a message to these evil people who did this. Jim Jordan certainly is a lot of endorsements rolling in. And I'm certainly back in Jim that it's a person who puts the interests of our citizens first. President Donald J. Trump will be announcing his endorsement of Jim Jordan for speaking. We have to have a plan as a conference again. When we elect our new speaker, we have to have a plan that 218 of us support. I had the opportunity yesterday to talk to former Ambassador Friedman. I talked to Chairman McCall. We do need to get together and get the resources there and the support there so Israel can win. The very first thing I would focus on is one sentence. No money can be used to process or release into this country any new migrants. I've been to Israel five times. The, the, the way we can work together and help them has been, it's been a long history of that. We need to make sure we continue that. We need someone who can unite the conference and I think just as importantly unite the conservative and Republican movement across this country. Uh, that's what I think I can do. That's why I'm running for the job. We got to come together as a as a conference, come together as Republicans so that work can continue, so we can deal with the border, so we can deal with the issues we told the American people we were going to. 
this is the one person running for speaker, the one person I think in the House of Representatives that can actually do what the people want them to do, which is to address the border, arrest the, the, the criminal element of the Biden regime, get Hunter Biden subpoenaed. Also, make sure that we get, you know, forget the ominous bills and the, the extended bills, all that. Line item stuff. The one thing that, that Jim Jordan isn't quite totally on board with is releasing the J6 committees. He, yeah, he has been there a long time. There there are some deep roots within him um, that, that do concern me a little bit. I'm not, don't get me wrong, he's not perfect. But as Dan Bongino says, does he punt the football down the field further? Does he, does he put the conservative cause further down the field? And I would say, well, absolutely. Duh. Of course he does. Remember this? The the president's a little taller than me. Um, Thank you. It's back in 2018. The people want Jim Jordan, and, and not and not just him, not, not just Jim Jordan name. Let's not let's not get too caught up on the name of Jim Jordan. Let's focus on America first. Let's focus on the fact that we want constitutional conservatives. That we want people who will put America first up every single time. Right? That it's not going to. Um, excuse me, I'm having a little bit of uh, technical difficulty here, so I'm not sure what's going on. But um, probably because I move things around. But uh, we want people who will put America first. We want people who will advance the causes of the citizen and not the policies of the system. And that's what we have right now. It's just over and over we have the system that is uh, doing what they do, you know, making themselves rich, first of all, as long with their family members, and also making all of their lobbyists, whether it's the uh, military industrial complex, rich, which is going on right now. In fact, that is always going on or the pharmaceutical industrial complex. (sighs) I mean, when you listen to this guy, how can you not love this guy? He just, he espouses. And and you know what I, you know what I love most about him? You know what I love most? When, When I see people like this that are against Jim Jordan, it makes me want him to be speaker even more. When you see people like, well, first of all, all the Democrat Party, a lot of the, well, not a lot, but about a third of the Republican caucus. And then you see this guy, Weeping, remember uh, Weeping Boehner? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jordan is a was a terrorist as a legislator. Oh, a terrorist. Like Hamas, man. The guy is bad. Like MAGA people, probably. Because MAGAs are terrorists, too. <laughs> a legislative terrorist. I just... Never saw a guy who spent more time tearing things apart, never building anything, never putting anything together. No, he, all he did was was uh, expose corrupt assholes like you and other deep state partisans that just want to keep the system intact. You see, they, they don't like anybody that tries to attack the system. They don't like anybody that wants to change the system. They don't like anybody that wants to change their very good red carpet way of life. You get that, right? I hope that you do. I hope that people watching the show understand that this is not, a, this is not about, uh, oh, you know, we just don't like their politics. No, no. You're, you're disrupting their way of life by wanting to put America first because by putting America first, 
That puts them in the back seat. And the establishment does not like sitting in the back. They do not like it at all. Especially this, especially, oh, oh, whoa, let's take a look at Jim Jordan, man. I love this. Check it out. I think we have three objectives this Congress, three fundamental things we have to get done in the 118th Congress. First, pass the bills that fix the problems. In two years' time, we have, went, we, we have a border that is no longer a border. We have a military that can't meet its recruitment goals. We have bad energy policy, bad education policy, record spending, record inflation, record debt, and a government that has been weaponized against we the people, against the very people we represent. So we, we need to pass legislation to address all that. And I hope my Democrat colleagues will join me. I really do. But I have my doubts. And if they don't, and if Chuck Schumer says, no, we're not going to take up that legislation that we pass, and if Joe Biden won't sign it, so be it. They'll have to, they'll have to answer to the people in 2024. Second, second, we can never, ever let a bill like the one that passed 12 days ago, $1.7 trillion spent, we can never, ever let that kind of legislation pass again. Yeah. We, Even McCarthy is standing up and cheering. See we that? Have to, we have to pass a budget that makes sense, Ryan. that's good common sense, then do the 12 appropriation bills that, that, are, that recognize it's the people's money, not ours, and send it to the Senate, and then stand firm on that legislation. And again, if they won't take it up, and Joe Biden won't sign it, we can stand firm on a CR or something. We can have that fight, but we are not going to have what took place a week and a half ago ever happen again. And then finally, third. And this is important. We got to do the oversight, well, the do House the investigations. We have to do the oversight and the investigations that need to be done. This idea that bureaucrats who never put their name on a ballot. Yeah, and bureaucrats, and, and well, well, of course, the bureaucrats, but their representatives that never put their name on an individual bill. No more continuing resolutions. No more of this bullshit. We have all this pork barrel stuff. And, and they don't, you know, what they do is, what they do is, so they, they put all this stuff in there and at the last minute, and then they put it forward and say, well, we have to pass this. And so, so people vote for it. And then they come back and say, oh, you voted for funding this. You voted for funding that. Why did you do that? Well, because I had four hours to read 4,000 fucking pages and somebody's stuck some stuff in there. Yeah, that kind of sh bullshit needs to stop. It needs to stop right now. It needs to stop right now. And anybody who, uh, look, as Joe Biden would say, and we're going to show some clips from Joe Biden, by the way. He had a softball uh, interview with 60 Minutes. Man, what a joke that show has become. Remember, it used to be back in the day when there's only three networks. Maybe some of you aren't old enough. I think most of my listeners are probably old enough to remember that. <clears throat> but that's that, that's how things have changed. And then you have you have commies like this. Listen to her. With their nomination of Jim Jordan, oh. they are choosing 
chaos. chaos. They are choosing the even word of the more day is gridlock, chaos, by the way. even more inaction in the time of immense and urgent challenges at home and abroad. In the time of immense and urgent challenges at home and abroad, we want to focus on transgenderism and inclusivity and gender equity and blah, 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 fucking blah. In, in these times of immense challenges, we're going to shove electric cars down your throat, shut down the ind energy industry, and make you all pay more for it. In these times of great challenges, we're going to let men beat up on women in sports. We're going to allow terrorists to wander our streets. We're going to allow an open border and terrorists to come in these times of great challenges. We are going to let people come in across the border unfettered and unvetted. They're going to just come in and we're going to welcome in these times of great challenges. You, the taxpayer, are going to pay for them to be able to live here. People who hate you, people who want to destroy you, people who want the end of this country in these times of great challenges. Yeah. Fuck off. Seriously, fuck off. These, these establishment politicians, man, they are they're freaking pathetic. They're horrible. They're awful. They're evil. Hakeem Jeffries, public enemy number one. This is like Obama number two. Obama, by the way, you know he's a fucking Muslim, right? You know he's an Islamic extremist. You know that he came into office as a mole, that he came into office as an absolute mole to try to take over this country and he he did man he did a big fucking shift in this country and people praise him oh we love obama with a big seal clap and hakeem jeffries is just as pathetic but he's more of a useful idiot obama obama he is the leader of the useful idiots and here's one of his useful idiots right here. Check it Republican out. Republican civil war continues to hmm. rage on, miring the Congress in chaos, dysfunction, and extremism. House Republicans have chosen to triple down on the chaos. Triple. Triple down triple. on the dysfunction and triple down on the extremism. Next week is going to be quadruple. House Republicans have selected as their nominee to be the Speaker of the People's House, the Chairman of the Chaos. Yeah, the, the, the Chairman of the Chaos Committee, the Chairman of the Chaos. Is, and we're going to triple down. We're going to quadruple down. We're going to Cinco fucking to Mayo down here pretty soon. These people are pathetic. You just listen to them, man. All their talking points, all their key points, every single thing that comes out of their mouth, like diarrhea. And they think you're stupid. In fact, they, 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 they seriously think they can do this because they think that you are stupid. They don't care about you. The only thing they care about is their own control, their own power, 
and their own domination over policy. And they will do it for a lifetime. The last thing they care about are the American people. And they will triple down and the quadruple down and everything on that. What a pathetic excuse for a human being, man. He's got to, you know, <sighs> these people are evil, right? There's got to be demonic activity involved. I think there is. This person also spoke out against, uh, and, and this is this is a Republican. So keep in mind, so there's 55, excuse me here, um, being my, my own self-produced show. Like I said, pretty soon I've got a full-time producer coming in. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that, man. We're going to put up some amazing stuff for you guys. It's going to be, whew, we're going next level. And I'm glad that you're all coming with us. He talks basically, well, I'm going to let him say something first. So, so check this out. Yeah. What do you need? Oh, yeah. So tell me where you are in Jim Jordan right now. Okay, where I'm at right now is I'm, uh, um, since the folks that, want to follow the majority, which is the rule. We should follow the majority. Kevin McCarthy had 96%. Bullshit. Uh, 4% took him out, joining with the Democrats. Now we're in conference where the Democrats don't get the vote. And I'm back with Kevin McCarthy. Uh, since he, out of all of the folks that have thrown their hat in the ring, he is head and shoulders above the rest in, in the majority that he's able to put together. Like shampoo, head and it shoulders? 96%. And you're a no on Jordan on the floor right now. I, I'm a no on allowing Matt Gates in the, in the other seven to win by putting their individual in as speaker. So he's not a no on Jim Jordan. He's a no on Matt Gates. He's pissed off. He didn't get his way. He's pissed off. That the, that the establishment party rule is in jeopardy. And he's pissed off that his brother, his buddy, McCarthy, got booted out. And so, therefore, he's not going to vote for whoever Matt Gates puts up. You know, I'm glad that this is being exposed. I'm glad there's a civil war within the Republican Party. I'm glad that these rhinos and these establishment puppets are getting exposed for the absolute fucks that they are. How about that? And we need to have a vote on the speaker. We need to have a vote on the floor. And not, not a behind-the-doors vote, because this is a secret ballot. Keep in, keep in mind, what they've been doing so far is a secret ballot. Some people on the inside know some of the people that voted against Jordan. But there's 55 of them. And I want those 55 to go out on the floor and vote in public to where everybody in this fucking country knows who they are. Who are the traitors? Who are the rhinos? Who are the establishment puppets? that refuse to move forward in a positive direction, in an America first direction, and reject the Uniparty. Who are those people? I want to know who they are. Let's get out there and get do a public vote on the House floor right now, today, tomorrow. I'm getting a little excited there. I think I spit a little. I think, I think maybe I spit a little on my screen. Let me wash off my screen. Okay. Get my, you get my point, right? I hope you get my point. 
hope you get my idea. I hope you get my thoughts. But let's not forget, man, you know, talking about hope, talking about America first, talking about the future, talking about the save, you know, somebody who can help save America, somebody who will put the people first over politics, the people first over the establishment, the people first over the unit party, the people first over the deep state, which is why they're trying to destroy him as much as they are. And that's Donald J. Trump. Just put out this ad, check it out. Make an entrance. Make a run. And then make history. Make a difference. Make good on your word. Make it big league. <laughs> but most of all, make it great again. I'm with Trump. How about you? I'm going Trump 2024. I, of course, I've talked a lot, a lot about Vivek. I, lo I love what Vivek says. I think he's the future of the America First movement, or could be, if he continues his path. But right now, man, I am Trump 100%. I'd say 110%, but that's not a thing. I hate it when people say, oh, I'm with him 1,000%. I'm with him 150%. No, no, the most there is is 100%. There's not really more than that. This, anyway. I went Trump, 100%, in case some of you didn't know. All right, let's talk about Hamas. Let's talk about the Middle East and what's going on over there. I'm going to play this clip. At, who is Hamas? And uh, I'm going to let this run. It's a long clip. It's going to take a chunk of the show. But I think it's important for you to watch. I also post it individually on all my socials in case you want to grab just that clip. But this was put out. It explains it well. Check it out. In 1973, Sheikh Ahmad Yassin, an Islamic cleric from Gaza, founded the Palestinian branch of the Muslim Brotherhood. 14 years later, in 1987, Yassin founded the Islamic Resistance Movement, or Hamas, as the paramilitary wing of the Palestinian Muslim Brotherhood. Yassin founded Hamas with the help of Abdallah Azam, a highly influential Islamic thinker affiliated with the Muslim Brotherhood. Azam, also known as the father of global jihad, was the mentor of Osama bin Laden and helped him create Al-Qaeda. The doctrines and aims of Al-Qaeda, Hamas, and ISIS, which emerged from Al-Qaeda, are all based on the teachings of Abdallah Azam. In fact, the sign above the door of the Hamas military academy in Gaza reads, Welcome to the Dr. Abdallah Azam Academy. Most people think that Hamas's goal is Palestinian independence, but the Hamas charter cites the words of the Prophet Muhammad, quote, The day of judgment will not come about until Muslims fight the Jews. When the Jew will hide behind stones and trees, the stones and trees will say, O Muslims, there is a Jew behind me, come and kill him." End quote. In other words, Hamas's founding document calls for genocide against the Jews. Hamas does not seek Palestinian independence. It seeks to exterminate the Jewish people and destroy Israel. 
does Hamas represent the citizens of Gaza? In 2006, in a democratic election, Hamas won a majority 74 of 132 seats in Palestinian Legislative Council, the legislature of the Palestinian Authority, which governs the autonomous areas in the West Bank and the Gaza Strip. Hamas remains the majority of this legislature to this day. And ever since 2007, Hamas has total governing control of the Gaza Strip. According to the Palestinian Center for Policy and Survey Research, in a study from 2021, 53% of Palestinians prefer Hamas leadership to that of Mahmoud Abbas, the more moderate head of the Palestinian Authority. And as recently as July 2023, polling by the Washington Institute shows that overall, 57% of Gazans express a positive opinion of Hamas, along with similar percentages of Palestinians in the West Bank and East Jerusalem. So, who is Hamas? Hamas has the same origins, beliefs, and goals as ISIS and Al-Qaeda. Hamas openly calls for genocide against Jews and the eradication of Israel. And Hamas is the democratically elected and preferred leadership of the people of Gaza. Yeah, so please, stop stop with the whole, well, the majority of Palestinians don't don't support Hamas. Well, the majority of Palestinians don't agree with, with what's going on. Bullshit. They elected them, and they continue to, and they support them. And that, that number is low, 57%. I think that's pretty low. I think it's more like probably 80 or 90%. But either way, either way, and the Palestinian people are not, they're not even a people. They're not even a nation. They never have been. They never were, and they never are. They, they did not, you know what? You know who has a, a, a historical uh, population in the land of Israel? Are the Jews. Going back 2000 BC, this is indisputable. It's very well documented. Anything you hear otherwise is pure propaganda. The Palestinians, there's no such thing as a fucking Palestinian, okay? There's no such thing as a homeland for the Palestinian. There's no such thing as a nation of Palestine. And you can take that letter, you know, from, from, from Britain and shove it up your ass. It's not worth the paper it's written on, seriously. Seriously. And, uh, you know, just because someone says Palestine was a nation does not make it true. Historically, it's not. Historically, the land of Israel has always been populated by the Jews. That's why they're there now. That's why they made that their homeland in 1947. That's why that happened is because historically going back thousands of years, not just a little bit of time, thousands of years, it was their land. They had always had a population there. This whole lie that the Palestinians have a claim to this land is complete and utter bullshit. And 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 to see the the, the people around this country, they're so ignorant. Now, now now keep in mind, keep in mind where we're at. Think about where we're at. Think about where other countries are at because 
countries that have been around longer than the United States who have open immigration policies are paying the price for that. They're just now starting to realize, oh, our country has been taken over without a single shot being fired. The UK is one man. The UK is an Islamic nation. And I know that, that a lot of my friends are not going to like to hear that and they don't like to admit it, but they know it's true. Because when you have things like this going on, when you have the statue of King Charles being draped in a Palestinian flag during a so-called pro-Palestinian protest. This is not a pro-Palestinian protest. This is a pro-Hamas, a pro-terrorist, a pro-Islamic takeover the world fucking movement. This is all that is. This has nothing to do with, um, oh, free Palestine or, oh, free the land of occupation. No, what this has to do with is a very planned and a very coordinated attempt very successful attempt so far. You see, check it out. These people apologize. These people play the long game. You know, the, their goal, the goal of these Muslims, I think Muslims nationwide, definitely, it's in their religion. It's part of what they're taught in Islam. Is that they will control the entire world. They will own the entire world. And what we've lost sight of as Westerners is that they have played the long game and in process they've played us. They've just been, we've been letting them just immigrate freely, open borders, all these migrants, all these all these people just come into their countries until until the majority of of, of places in the United Kingdom are anywhere from 20 to 30% Muslim. And then you see stuff like this happening. And this is coming to the United States. Don't think it's not. This is absolutely coming to the United States. In fact, it's already fucking here because the Biden regime that refuses to control the border just allows people to come in unfettered and unvetted. All these extremists and Muslims and Islamic radicals have come across the southern border and they're here in the United States right now. Right now. And when you look at this, this was in Montreal, I believe. These are, these are pro- Palestinian, pro-Hamas, pro-Madrid, pro-Hamas, pro-terrorist rallies going on around the world. And and uh, same clip. Sorry about that. We're going to take a look at the next one. This is in Madrid, Spain. Western nations. These are not historical Muslim or Islamic nations. These are Western nations that have been infiltrated by radicals, by Palestinians. And then in the United States, of course, every college campus, every college, every university, all, I, I showed you them last week. 
all these pro-terrorist, pro-Hamas rallies. And a lot of them, <laughs> queers, queers for Palestine. Yeah, go over there and see how long you live. Go over there and see how your, 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 your lifestyle works out. Please do that. I know, I'm getting a little wound up. Getting a little wound up. Here's what uh, Jake Sullivan had to say. Check it out. One senior political operative with Hamas floated the possibility a few days ago of a potential prisoner swap <clears throat> with the U.S. for the release of hostages. Would, would the U.S. entertain that? Of course they would. Of course they would. We have not uh, looked at, at that, that. We have not heard from them something like that. That's not something that is currently under active discussion. It has not been proposed. What we are focused on instead, as I said before, are pursuing avenues with third countries for release. I'm not going to get into the details of what that might look like, again, to protect those channels in hopes that they can bear some fruit. Uh, but I will say that President Biden has shown over the course of the past few years that he will make hard decisions to get American uh, hostages. Refuses to say if they would trade prisoners to get back hostages. Of course they will. They did it with Iran. They've done it over and over again. The The appeasement of this regime for terrorists to, oh, you know what? That makes Americans less safe. Americans are less safe now than they were almost three years ago, two and a half years ago. You have a regime in place that placates terrorism, that actually promotes terrorism, that actually loves China, they love Hamas, they love the Palestinians. And again, the Palestinians support Hamas. If you don't condemn Hamas, you support them. Please, if anybody has it, show me, show me anywhere Anytime, anywhere in the fucking world where Palestinians are condemning the terrorist acts of Hamas. I'm I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. You can you can DM me. You're not gonna find it. So if you can't find a condemnation of Hamas from the Palestinians, then that means the Palestinians support Hamas, which means the Palestinians are not fucking innocent, okay? They're not. <laughs> Joe Biden, of course, he had to open his mouth on uh, on sixty minutes. It was it was it was something. Well, President Biden yesterday on sixty minutes actually blamed MAGA Republicans and chaos in Congress for the rise in global threats. Yes, watch this. Does the dysfunction that we've seen in Congress increase the danger in the world? Yes. Look. Look, this is not your father's Republican Party. Thank God. 30% of it is made up of these MAGA Republicans who are maybe 
Democracy is something I don't, they don't look at it the same way you and I look at democracy. It's horrible. Horrible MAGA Republicans. Liz, this uh, is actually pretty outrageous. Congress is made up of these, these, these 30% of these MAGA Republicans, man. They don't, they don't, they don't see democracy like, you know, it's not your father's Republican Party. Yeah, thank God, man. You're a fuck, you're a dinosaur. You're a dinosaur. Go away. Retire. Go become a fossil or fossil fuel. <laughs> hey, you know what's ironic is if, you know, well, I mean, fossil fuels is a misnomer. We all know that. It's carbon. It's carbon fuel. But in their mind, it's fossil fuel. So Joe Biden can go into the ground and become part of the future energy of the world. How about that? Wouldn't he love that? <laughs> Dude, you know what? Someday you're going to be in somebody's gas tank. Anyway. If... Really? You're going to blame the Republicans for this? You're going to blame the policies? You know what? You are the one who has had a war in Europe erupt, a war in the Middle East erupt, while you are in charge. You're the president, and you're blaming the, the, the chaos in the Republican House of Representatives who has no say whatsoever on what happens on the world stage, has no say on the policy. Of the, they're the purse strings, but they have no say on the policy that you put forth. You're sitting there saying, yeah, I remember when, remember when he ran for president? The buck stops with me. And now he's blaming, you know what? Before you were president, uh, Biden, Swiss cheese for brains, little fart in the pants. You know, before you were president, there were no wars in Europe. There were no wars in the Middle East. And since you've become president two and a half years later, we have war in Europe, we have war in the Middle East, and we're looking at a potential third world war because of your incompetence, because of your placation of these terrorists around the country, because of your lack of foreign policy that projects American strength and instead projects a willingness to sit back your blase fair attitude of letting anybody do what the fuck they want. Yeah. So don't sit there and tell me or try to pretend like you're going to blame anybody else because the buck stops with you, man. It's your regime. It's your regime. <laughs> but that's all right. He wants world peace. Trust me. Are the wars in Israel and Ukraine more than the United States can take on at the Not same time? We're the United States of America, for God's sake. For God's sake. The most powerful nation in the history, not in the world, in the history of the world. The history of the world. We can take care of both of these and still maintain our overall international defense. So what he's saying is, we can fight wars in Europe, we can fight wars in the Middle East, and take care of our own international defense. Do you see what he said right there? You see what he said? And he said it willingly. In fact, he said it with gusto. He loved what he was saying. Yes, the United States is the greatest power that's ever existed in the history of the world. We can take care of war in the Middle East, war in Europe, and take care of our own homeland. We want war, war, fucking war. 
Yeah. That's what he said. That's what he said. Check this one out. Have you ever known a major war in Europe we didn't get sucked into? Another war monger. We don't want that to happen. <sighs> we want to make sure those democracies are sustained. And Ukraine is critical in making sure that happens. Ukraine is a democracy. We want to make sure that there's democracy, democracy in, in, in Europe. And Ukraine, Ukraine, of all the great nations, of, of fucking Poland, the UK, France, Spain, Italy, of all of those countries, Ukraine is key to making sure we have democracy in Europe. <laughs> I just want... <laughs> Seriously? Come on, man. This 60 Minutes interview, I tell you what, this was something else. Look. Look. This is not your father's Republican Party. 30%. Oh, we already did that one in the other clip, but here's where he talks about, I can run for president again because, because imagine if there were peace in the Middle East. Imagine if there was peace in Europe. Yeah, imagine that happened when Donald Trump was president. <laughs> Are you sure that you want to run again? <laughs> yes, because I'm sure. Look, when I ran, I said the world's at an inflection point. <laughs> the world's changing, but we have an opportunity to make it. So imagine if we were able to succeed in getting the Middle East put in place where we have normalization of relations. I think uh, Trump did that. that. Imagine what happens if we, in fact, unite all of Europe. And Putin has finally put down where he cannot cause the kind of trouble he's been causing. Trump did that. Enormous opportunities. Trump did that. Listen to him. He causes, because of his weak ass administration, because of his weak ass foreign policy or lack thereof, he allows war to happen in Europe. He allows war to happen in the Middle East. And now he's sitting there saying, oh, but I want four more years because imagine if we had peace in the Middle East and peace in a democratic Europe and only I can make that happen. <laughs> That's a fucking... I don't even know... I don't even know how to, how to address that. I mean, what do you say to that? Seriously? It... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, okay. Okay. I don't know what's more pathetic. The fact that he says shit like that or the fact that people actually believe what he says. You tell me. Let me know in the comments on this video. Oh, we're not playing that. That, that is just ridiculous. That, that, that is not... That is not the cut that I was looking for. <laughs> it's not the cut I was looking for. Would you support Israeli occupation of Gaza at this point? I think it'd be a big mistake. Look. Look. What happened in Gaza, in my view, is Hamas and the extreme elements of Hamas don't represent all the Palestinian people. <coughs> Bullshit. And uh, I think that uh, it would be a mistake to uh, for Israel to occupy Gaza again. Do you believe that Hamas must be eliminated entirely? Uh, yes, I do. 
but there needs to be a Palestinian authority. No, there does not need to be a Palestinian authority. Palestinian as not a nation. It never has been. And it is a makeup fucking entity to support terrorism. That's going to be the show tomorrow. Make sure you tune in. We're going to dive in deep into where exactly the Palestinian authority, the PLO or whatever, came into play. And how it's complete bullshit. This is not their land. This is not their place. They've never historically been a nation, nor are they now. But yet somehow, Biden and, and weak-ass leaders like him are are, 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 are are giving them a world stage. They're, they're uh, uh, fuck, I hate it when I can't find a word. I hate it when I can't find a word. But you know what I'm... You know what I'm saying. Now I sound like fucking Biden. All right. They're legitimizing. Thank you, people. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, all. Um, they're, they're completely legitimizing the things that they say. No, 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 no. Look, <laughs> I love using that term because, because Biden does. Look, they've always been a terrorist organization. Hamas is a terrorist organization. The Palestinian people support Hamas. Islam is a terrorist religion. And Muslims support Islam. These are undeniable things. I mean, you can't just pretend they don't exist. Look, we're fighting a war right now. We are fighting a war right now. But the problem is only one side is fighting. Only one side is looking long-term. One side has infiltrated countries around the world. Slowly, over decades, they have increased their population in countries around the world. You see, we're already at war, right? We're already at war. The problem is only one side is fighting. It's time for us to step up. Anyway, hey, uh, thanks for tuning in today. If you've just been listening on one of the podcasts, or the radio, make sure to check me out on uh, rumble.com slash the nun report. I'd put a lot of video up today. You're going to want to check that out. I'm at, at the nun report on all the socials except for TikTok. So I don't do that commie BS. And because on Twitter, they nuked me. So there, I'm just at nun report. No, the or just go to the nun report.com and check out everything in one stop, one easy peasy right there. You can link into everything. Anyway, hey, uh, thanks again for watching. As always, until next time, may the odds be ever. In your favor. Cheers.